0: Bullshit alert! Welcome to Bullshit Alert, I'm your host Jeff Griggs And as usual, I have a group of friends with me And I'm pretty sure they're all lying to me If they're lying and I think they're telling the truth I'll give them points If they're telling the truth and I think they're lying I'm gonna give them points And if I guess right and they just make me laugh I'm gonna give them points. The scoring system is very complicated. It's also very precise and available for you to study on our Instagram page. It is Bullshit Alert without the I. First time I've ever actually yeah. said the, the good job. Instagram page ever, That's ever, good. ever. Uh, joining me today are my friends. My first friend is Danny Marshall. Hi, Danny.
1: Hey, Jeff. Good to see you.
0: Yeah, good to see you too. Lily Herman is our next friend. Hi, Lily.
2: Elated to be here, Jeff.
0: Good, you sounded. Uh, And our special guest this week is Adel Rafai, my good friend. Hi, Adel. Hi, Jeff. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. It's so good to have you here. And also joining us is my best friend, (laughs) our scorekeeper and our timekeeper. It's Stephen Carter, who I often just refer to as Steve. Hi, Steve. Hey, Jeff. (laughs) That's how close we are. Can I just say,
3: can I just say Stephen looks like if I just saw a picture of him or this video with no, with no sound, he looks like a British rapper. He, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he does. Yeah.
1: He was going for a prison break vibe the last few weeks.
3: (laughs) (laughs) He does.
0: He looks like, oh, there's a bunch of people on uh, the British game show Taskmaster who come from this uh, British... (laughs) show where they uh, are indie uh, rappers in a radio station in Britain. Have you guys heard of that? No. Dang it. Why would I bring it up? <laughs> Why would I bring it up? Because now I have to vamp as I look it up. I mean, I've seen
1: Taskmaster, uh, but I'm just gonna leave you hanging here for this one. I know.
3: I was just uh, gonna say Stephen looks like, I, I don't think I've ever seen a picture of him, but there used to be a, a somewhat famous rapper called The Streets. Uh, in the UK, in like the early 2000s, and I feel like if I ever saw a picture, I'd be like, "That's probably what the streets looks like." And it's 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 like mountain goats. It's one dude. Uh, okay,
0: I just looking it up. It is called "People Just Do Nothing." Ooh. It's, a, it's a really really good show, and you, you're describing Seinfeld so far. I know so far. It is a mockumentary sitcom, and it is on Netflix. And it has a lot of people who um, were on Taskmaster, uh, like Jamali and a couple other people. And I it see. is so good, and you have to watch it with the um, uh, with the things underneath, the words underneath. Subtitles. 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 <laughs> Subtitles. I don't even like to pretend that I see them, so I. Don't acknowledge that they're real. Well, but it's there's like
3: subtitles and there's DOM titles and the Right. On,
2: yeah. Right. Of course. <laughs> there's switch titles too, Come on. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you.
3: Thank you. So uh yeah, you have to put the
0: subtitles on because their accents are so thick. It's it's brilliant. It's it's really great. So watch that. Listen, we're going to start with our first round, and our first round is what was the weirdest thing that happened to you this week? Uh, and we are going to start with Danny Marshall. Danny, what was the weirdest thing that happened to you this week? I ate a dog treat. Okay, did you
1: plan on doing that, or was it intentional, or did it just kind of it slip was fully... into your food? No, no, no. It was I, I? I didn't plan. There was no planning, but I wow. saw it.
3: So you were a good boy.
1: I well. <laughs> Some might say, some might say, but yeah, I, uh, I, I fully, I had control of my hands. Like I put it in my mouth and chewed. Do you normally um, not have full control of your no, hands? No, I, I do. I do. I've, I usually do. I, I can't actually recall a moment I didn't, but um, I was visiting some family and they are dog owners and I have never grown up with a dog, but I love dogs and I've always loved giving them treats. And it's always looked they, so delicious to them. And which I'm sure it is. And um, I also, in my mind, all dog treats taste like what I think Scooby snacks would taste like, which are just the graham cracker Scooby snacks that they ended up making at one point. So I decided to try uh, one of the milk bone treats. And honestly, it wasn't that bad.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Did you enjoy it?
1: (laughs) I didn't enjoy it, but I did eat it. And was like, okay, I could definitely do this again if I was asked, but I didn't tell it. I kind of was in the little nook where the dog treats were, and I looked around and no one was there, and I kind of popped it in there.
0: Oh, so you did it just to check for yourself?
1: I yeah, I've always wanted to try a dog treat, and um, I, I wouldn't recommend it, but again, it, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't say like don't do that. That's the worst thing you could ever do.
3: I gotta say, anytime growing up, I saw dog treats. There's a
1: part of my brain was like. That looks good. Yeah. And the <laughs> crunch, These and these are two big labs and the, 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 the muscles in their jaws and their sharp teeth and the way they just devour it, it just sounds so tasty and it's not, but it. W- I, I, I decided, you know, jump in the deep end here.
4: So you chewed it. You didn't like suck on it or anything?
1: No, I did not. Um, and I- did you
4: eat the whole thing? Like, did you take one bite and go,
1: okay, I, I got to finish this? I ate half of the, it was, it was like the, I don't know, it was probably like a three inch dog treat and I didn't want to choke, you know, <laughs> I'm not crazy. Right. So I ate, I gave the other half to the, to, to one of the dogs.
2: The the treats I used to give my dog had little, uh, they were shaped like steaks and they had little grill marks on them. <laughs> like they had been grilled, which is, I am just now realizing, only for the people Us. giving them. They're like, right. it's meant to make them look appetizing to humans, not the dogs. Right. So right. So I, I think this is fully logical.
1: Yeah, I yeah. mean, there were multiple flavored. One. There were there was a box of. They're called Milkbone treats. Very, I'm sure, a very popular brand. But I took the one that was chicken flavored. I thought it would be kind of like ramen chicken, but it tasted mostly like um, flour. Oh yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, I have a dog. Uh, his name is Buster, and you can <laughs> follow him on Instagram at Buster100.
1: <laughs> oh, you remember that uh, Instagram? Okay. The
0: cutest yeah. dog. Yeah, he's very—he's a very sweet little boy, uh, and he—he uh, he has a lot of different treats, and he specifically has these cookies that just look like vanilla wafer cookies that you—that humans would eat, and they're in our closet on a special shelf that's just the Buster shelf for him. Uh, but my father-in-law, who doesn't have the greatest eyesight, often comes out of that closet with a whole pile of those things and just. Choose away on them and is, is none the wiser, and I, I, I don't point it out to him. So I can, be, I can see this and I can believe it. it okay. It, it's, but I'm not saying that I believe it. I'm just saying it's plausible. Okay. Uh, Adel, what was the weirdest thing that happened to you this week?
3: Uh, this week, uh, one week ago today was my birthday, June first. Uh, depending on when this comes out, I guess. And I went to. It'll um, come out in October. Oh, I'm so sorry. And also. <laughs>
1: Ooh, trick or treat.
3: <laughs> and farmers time to harvest um, <laughs> most importantly most importantly um i went to and i went to vegas with my fiance we are obsessed with this i'm i'm in general obsessed with like immersive theater like sleep no more and escape rooms and all the all this good stuff and there is a thing we found in santa fe called meow wolf that was just mind-blowing it was one of the coolest things we've ever been to so uh, earlier this year, there's a new Meow Wolf that opened up in Las Vegas uh, that's totally different from the one in Santa Fe. It's a brand new space. It's like a, it's almost like an immersive art gallery or something. Um, and so we went to Las Vegas to, to go to that. So on Tuesday, June 1st, my actual birthday, we had already been in for one day. We went to Meow Wolf. I was joined by uh, our good friend, good friend Joey Romaine, uh, Mr. Fireball himself. And he was the mascot for the Illinois Fireball uh, in, in the Powerball, that's why I say that. He doesn't drink Fireball, uh, <laughs> mi- misleading to be sure. Um, and so the, the weirdest thing that happened to me was we went to Meow Wolf, was, which was incredible. And it feels like you're an acid the whole time, even though you're sober, highly recommend you go there. Um, but then later that night, we went out for a nice meal at the Cosmopolitan Hotel, um, I assume named after the magazine. And we, <laughs> we had a delicious meal at Momofuku um which is a great restaurant and then after we got done we sprinted downstairs because in the cosmopolitan is my favorite game uh jeff i believe jeff introduced this to me and jeff i just have to say with your ear pods and with like the whale tail chair you have and your amazing haircut and your glasses you look like you're coming to us from the future and i (laughs) and i love it i am i am (laughs) you look impeccable it's it's fantastic um so we went to go play th- this mechanical horse game that Jeff introduced me to several years ago at the MGM. They have a new version of it. Um, it's made by Konami. It's very cool. It's mechanical horses and you bet on them. There are six horses and each one has different odds. So we were playing that. We had played about five hours the previous night. So we were playing more hours because that, <laughs> wow. that's how I want to spend my birthday. So it's while, so
0: relaxing. You can just sit so there and just yeah. let time pass. You talk with each other. You have yep. a good time and you're betting money and it's low stakes. It's just, oh, yeah. it's, 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 immersive and fun
3: and you always bet the long shot for a dollar and then right. several times the long shot pays off so it's like 98 to one so you're you put in 20 you're down to three the long shot hits you're suddenly up a hundred dollars and you wow. just sit there for five hours and you just scream and enjoy yourself um but i was playing with my friend joey and my fiance gemma and while we were playing um gemma suddenly got up and kind of looked looked alarmed looked alert and i'm screaming with joey and high five and betting on mechanical horses as you do And uh, it turned out her phone was gone. So she started to kind of look around to where she had been. We had gone straight from Momofuku down to this mechanical horse machine, um, which was maybe like a five-minute walk. So she retraced her steps. She looked in the restaurant, talked to them. She looked all around. Um, We couldn't find anywhere. So we, Joey and I got up from our game. We started to look around. We searched everywhere. Couldn't find it. Um, Turns out that she had, we believe, we don't know for sure, she had been pickpocketed. Um, So someone took her phone and what happened was we, again, assume that they immediately turned it off because she tried to track her phone on my phone, um, could not find it at all. Um, And so we spent the last two hours of my birthday, all very quiet, just very sullen, very upset uh, about this phone. (laughs) Um, The next morning we woke up and it turned out someone had turned on the phone while walking north. So it was definitely not lost. Someone had turned it on briefly and then turned it back off again. Um, so that was the weirdest thing that happened. And also that same morning when I woke up, I had, I was inundated with, um, Twitter DMs and tweets that Chuck E. Cheese, (laughs) the company, this takes a turn, Chuck E. Cheese, the company had ripped off a joke or a bit that I did about a year and a half ago. Um, so that's, so a lot of people were informing me that Chuck E. Cheese ripped me off. Okay, so Adam, which is the <laughs> weirdest thing that happened
0: to you this week? I think. Which the whole one are you? Mi- I think. Yeah, which one day. are you playing for? You're, you're, you're. you're I'm gambling sp- all okay. of them.
3: All of them. All uh, your uh, points are on all of them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna gamble on uh, Chuck E. Cheese stole my idea.
0: <laughs> Chuck e. Cheese. So you That's told the whole story to, <laughs> to get to Chuck E. Cheese. What a waste of my day. Well,
3: it was, it was an addendum, and then when you, when, when you pressed the uh, the screws to my feet, I panicked and I chose the, the most recent thing. <laughs> Could All right.
2: he, could Chucky be responsible for both? Could yeah, he uh, have gotten your jokes through your fiance's iPhone? Is the question.
3: Honestly, this little scamp Charles, he could do anything. <laughs> we don't know what he, we don't know what he's capable of.
0: <laughs> you guys know. I'm sure everybody knows by now, but Chucky e. Cheese, what his middle name is, right? Entertainment. entertainment? It's entertainment. not an honesty. No, it's not. It's entertainment. Charles yeah. Entertainment Cheese.
3: Yeah, but he's he is. He's dangerous. They actually found they actually found Jimmy Hoffa in a ball pit. (laughs) Uh,
0: We have a a collective friend um, that I'm sure all of you know, or maybe you don't, but at least and I do. Um, Marla Caceres uh, did a joke about Chuck E. Cheese on Twitter. Oh, that's right. And and then uh, Chuck E. Cheese uh, came to her house to visit her two children and they were so excited, but it, it really looked terrifying. You can go on Twitter and see just Chuck E. Cheese getting out of a car and walking to their house. It's pretty amazing. It's the fact that they showed up with bats that was concerning. Right, <laughs> that's right. Uh, and, and not the ones you'd think.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Lily, uh, what was the weirdest thing that happened to you this week? So uh, I was in Vermont this week, going on a vacation with some friends. Uh, and I'm a big fan of challenges and goofs, so we, we were a You are a <laughs> We we were out to dinner at uh, this Italian place, and I saw this older couple at the bar, and they, they look, were looking very happy. And I thought that's that can't be. So I, I said to my friend, uh, I have a spare hotel key in in my wallet. I will give you a hundred dollars if you if you give this to the waitress and tell her to give it to that couple uh and just say like this is my room number this is my uh this is where i'm staying just like i'm just putting it out there uh and then uh hold your drink up to them if they look over um and he did it and how did it turn out uh they they did not look super happy. I thought this would be funny. It was. It turned into kind of an awkward. They looked over and now they were out. Uh, very
1: concerned. Now, now it's making sense when it gets awkward. <laughs> right, right. Um, and the uh, couple, but,
3: the couple was Mister and Mrs. Cheese, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Famous in Vermont, he loves he loves to vacay in Vermont. All the cheese, right? Absolutely.
2: It was the the, the Cabot family, uh, very rich. <laughs> um, and then I just felt uh, awkward the whole dinner because they kept looking over at us and. Uh, yeah, it, I, I ruined dinner for about eight of my
1: friends. And you lost $100. And
2: I lost $100. Did
1: wow. you pay for dinner, too?
2: Wow. I paid for my portion of the dinner. Oh,
1: you went Dutch. Okay. <laughs> All right.
2: <laughs>
0: and- Great.
4: Steven, what was the weirdest thing that happened to you this week? Well, I did something that I haven't done in 25 years. Actually, since Dolly Parton Stampede dinner was called something much more racist. And that was <laughs> I herded chickens and why did you do that Uh, well both my sister in law and one of my good friends both collectively they have chickens now they are separate one was I was over there like last Friday night and the other was Saturday and I just they had their chickens out I had to help them get into a coop and where do they live Lakeview oh yeah Lakeview. Uh, no it's southern Illinois you know the the classy place I travel to Carbondale
1: no <laughs> no it's outside of London where he's performing later tonight
4: where oh so it's yeah, a yeah, streets. I'm yeah. the streets remember
0: what what's what city in uh what town the audience love, love that southern it's Illinois it's Collinsville Jeff Collinsville <laughs> Collinsville okay great uh all right and and where did you herd them from where to where just
4: uh, around a little fence to inside of a coop why
3: Oh, it, to get it into. a hoop? I think.
4: I think you don't want them out at night because of animals. I think you
3: know that's, that's a pretty natural thing. This it almost sounds like an Appalachia joke. Like, why did you herd chickens?
4: <laughs> they didn't have to cross right. a road or anything, Jeff. <laughs> well, I don't. No. I don't know where you're leading. All
0: right. All right. Well, I'm going to make some guesses by uh, points. If I get yours wrong. Uh, So, let's take a look. Danny, uh, you said that you ate a dog treat. I am going, here's the thing, and it's a frustrating, frustrating personality aspect of Danny, but I can see Danny doing this just so that he had something weird to say for the podcast. So, (laughs) So, uh, I am going to say Danny's story is bullshit. Uh, Lily uh, invited a couple into a coupling and <laughs> I am going to say that Lily's story was bullshit. Adel's story is very difficult to guess because there are so many different swerves. Is the story about his fiance being pickpocketed? Is it that he won the long shot uh, on a mechanical horse racing game or did he Chuck E. Cheese steal his joke. And I'm going to say Addle's story was true. So, Danny, was your story real or was it
1: bullshit? My story was true. Why? Why and, did you do it, Danny? Why? Well, I, t- honestly, it just the way the dog's munching is uh, if if there was an ad and it was just dogs munching on something i would buy whatever they were munching on
3: oh my dear friend have you looked up
1: asmr <laughs> yeah. oh, i know but the real, but i like the real thing which is dogs chewing in my ear um, yeah yeah. Uh, yeah and dogs no, i i yeah dog, i ate the treat yeah dogs
0: seem to have excellent taste so if you see a dog munching
1: They'll on eat something anything. literally the, yeah
3: the mm-hmm. only reason to ever eat a dog treat is to is cuz you're desperate for a nickname Right. To be like, guys, Milk Bone, huh? Right? <laughs> and everyone's like, no. <laughs> Gross.
2: Lily, was your story true or bullshit? So I I did make this offer, this this bet with my friend, but he would not do it. No matter how much money uh... I offered, he would not send the hotel key over. I, I pressured him. I bullied him. I went up to $200. He wouldn't do it.
0: Good bit. Good bit, though. Good bit. Sorry yeah. it didn't work out for you. Yeah. At it, all.
3: It's, it's hard to possibly piss off someone and also give them access to your hotel room. (laughs) Right, right.
2: right. So it 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 wasn't it was just an old hotel key. So it wasn't it wasn't actually yeah. Oh, I guess I didn't make that clear. I wasn't actually propositioning this 70-year-old couple.
3: Because oh. <laughs> otherwise it's an IOU to be like, kick my ass later. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: It was a small I'll- town too. They could have found me. I also like that it might be an actual key that you would turn in a lock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> an old skeleton key. Yeah.
3: like
1: <laughs> Adel- a one door. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Adel, uh, was your story true or bullshit?
3: Uh, every single part of my story was true.
2: So, so what was the bit that Chuck E. Cheese stole from
3: you so about a year and a half ago year and three months ago um on a podcast i do called hey riddle riddle i invented this game called animal parade and the whole thing is to sing to a beat that's like that 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 and you say an animal and something weird to happen so it might be like a shrimp with dad problems do 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 (laughs) do 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 do, do. a moose with student loans so that's the whole thing and i play it with my host and we've played it maybe 10 times on the podcast. And then on, I think it was like uh, the day before my birthday or two days before my birthday, Chuck E Cheese released this YouTube video with a song called Try Not To Laugh. And it's Chuck E Cheese going, a pickle giving a high five, da 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 A horse doing a silly dance, da and, and all of our Hey Road, to Road fans messaged us and it was like panic, it was like nuclear disaster where they're like, Chuck E Cheese stole your bit, what are you gonna do, and I'm like, nothing i don't think we have a a stand (laughs) on are you
0: somewhat flattered that charles entertainment cheese sits (laughs) in his room listening to your podcast
3: um honestly yeah i'm uh, you know it validates my my comedy ip yeah that's good could you sue him
1: for like tickets or coins
3: i tweeted i tweeted a thing from our from our podcast account that said like 250,000 tokens yeah. and a ball pit or else we get litigious or something like that. Uh, okay, good. Okay. But, but we didn't we didn't tag them, so I don't... <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sure they have better lawyers than us. I, I have uh, actually heard that song.
2: I, I heard that the other day. It's a goddamn banger, so... Oh, yeah, the Try Not to yeah. Laugh? Yeah.
3: Well, I'm glad it's making someone happy.
2: <laughs> Very nice. We
0: still have to uh, figure out if Stephen was lying or telling the truth. You each get five points if you guess whether Stephen... Was telling the truth, or if it was bullshit. Lily, do you think Steven was telling the truth?
2: He's got the farmer look going on right now. I'd, I'd say, yeah, yeah. All right. He heard
0: Danny? some chickens. Truth. Yeah. It, it was
1: so, it was so boring that I believe it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Adult truth or bullshit?
3: I gotta say, I, in my soul of souls, I feel like it's bullshit only because I have seen Rocky and I know how hard it is to try and corral one chicken let alone several
4: that is true never said i was good at it i just yeah, said i did all right
0: steven is your story true or bullshit oh it's it's true uh, so five points to danny and to lily steven
4: uh can you give us a, a timing update and a score update well, timing we're we're in deep we're playing along yeah game we are. Today, so uh yeah Point update, Danny is in the lead with 10, Lily has 5, and Adol needs to get caught up in the next round. (laughs) That's fantastic. We are at the end of our first round.
0: It's time for our second round, and for our second round, we like to call it Meet Our Guest, and in this round, I am going to partner up with our guest to tell a story. So, Adel, uh, do you want to start and and I'll uh, join with you? Ooh, yes. Um, actually, actually, I'm going to start because the story. <laughs> I just realized the story I starts before times. you join.
3: Oh, okay. It's yeah, been a, it's been a while, so I'll I'll jump in and add details as 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 needed.
0: Oh, good. I'm glad I introduced this well. All right. Yeah, so Jesus. here's what happened. Um, My wife, uh, Jeannie, uh, was really, really, yeah, you got to, yeah, I know. (laughs) Uh, My wife, Jeannie, uh, really uh, was excited. She always gets excited for promotional items, and Burger King was having this promotional item uh, that they were selling Lucky Charms milkshakes, and they also were selling those uh, macaroni and cheese. Uh, fries. And Jeannie and I uh, walked over to Burger King to see it after a Cubs game. And we were joined by one of our friends, Alice Stanley Jr. And the three of us walked over to Burger King and were trying to see about getting this promotional item. And it was like 11 o'clock at night. And as we were standing there, Adel walked by.
3: Uh, yeah. So I walked by and I I had headphones in um, and I thought I heard someone yelling at me. Uh, but I, for whatever reason, I think it's like my eyebrows or the, the way my face is constructed or something. For whatever reason, like trouble searches me out. Like people constantly want to fight me on the street. Groups of people want to fight me. It's it's wild. I have so many wild stories. So Do I hear really. People- oh, really absolutely. Absolutely. Like- so I hear yelling and I don't look around and I the yelling gets closer and it gets a little louder. And then I recognize it's like a friendly yell of like, hey, and they know my name. So I'm like, if they know my name, things are fine. So I take out my headphones, turn around. It's it's three friends. Um, And I think I even said to you because they're like, didn't you hear us? And I I think I even said to you, I get harassed all the time for whatever reason, for the energy I put out there. So I was like, that's why I kept walking. Uh, Then you you three explain to me what you're doing, because it's right. I was literally walking right in front of the Burger King. Um, and this is canonically a very special Burger King to me because it's canonically the Burger King from Hello from the Magic Tavern. Um, oh. <laughs> one of the podcasts I do. Um, it's canonically oh. that Burger King. So I you like all...
0: almost every story <laughs> that I was going to tell involves some podcast. <laughs>
3: <do>. <laughs> Jeff texted me and he said, try and plug as much as you can. <laughs> he said, couch, couch in a plug in everything you do. Um, so they tell me their plan um, to try out this new thing. The interior of the Burger King is closed, but the drive-through is open. So, what we do? I can't remember if we call the taxi or we hail the taxi.
0: We hailed a taxi. We went up to the window, and they're like, "You can't come up to the window. We won't yeah. honor you. You have to be yes, in yes, a yes. car to come through here."
3: So uh, and, uh, forgive me. Was it an Uber or taxi? It might have been an Uber.
0: It was a taxi. Yeah, it was a taxi.
3: Really, it was a full on yeah. taxi. So we get in this taxi. We explain the situation before we get in. Honestly, we say, do you mind taking us through the Burger King? They won't let us buy at the window. And the guy's like, sure. Uh, so we all pile in. I get in the passenger seat, which is my first mistake, uh, the other three pile in the back. So we're going through the drive through. And for whatever reason, maybe there's a Cubs game or something. The drive through is being crushed, like it's moving at a snail's pace. And the driver, I can't, I don't remember what his um, origin was in terms of like his ethnicity. I believe it was like Eastern Bloc Europe, European. Um, All right. So maybe Slovenian or something. Yeah, possibly. I, I, I can't remember. But the reason I bring that up is because he starts to turn on um, music that's, that's, you know, important to him culturally. So he starts to, to play this sort of um, almost like Oompa music. Um, it's very nice. And he starts to kind of dance in his seat and he's talking to us and we're all getting along and kind of dances in his seat then he turns to me and he goes you know this song and dance right And I <laughs> my head and go no and he goes are you joking and i said are you joking because you know it and i said i don't and here's where things take a turn he then starts to like mma elbow me in the side to be like you know it right and i go honestly dude i don't i don't know this song and he's like you're surely joking you know and he starts to like do it louder and i'm like Doing it louder doesn't make me know it, um. So it gets it gets super weird at, at, at that point. Um, as we continue to get closer to the ordering uh, uh speaker box, um, or maybe it was after we ordered, he gets hit with a with a Mother Nature's greatest hit, and he's like, "I have to use the bathroom so bad." Um, so, and <laughs> Jeff, at any point, correct me voice. if I'm if I'm forgetting something. So he's like, "I have to use the bathroom so bad." So he parks in the drive-through while we're in line runs across the uh, street to there's like a gas station right across the street from that Burger King and goes to the bathroom. Uh, meanwhile, we're all, I'm trying to explain to them how he was like hockey checking me. <laughs> and I think it, Jeff, Jeff, Alice and Jeannie, if you were to tell me like Addle, pick the, pick the nicest, most calming personalities, the sweetest people you ever met in your life, I would be like, oh, Jeff Griggs, Jeannie Cahill and Alice Stanley Jr. So I'm literally with the people who give off the most pure, amazing, kind energy. Um, and this, this craziness is happening to us. So the guy comes back from across the street at the bathroom. They wouldn't let him use the bathroom, right? Is, right. is that right? So they That's wouldn't correct. let him use the bathroom. So he gets back in the car and he's um, trying to be, and we're slowly inching forward. And he's trying to be uh, a human being driving a car, but he starts to like shake and his legs moving. And he's like, I can't, I can't hold it. I can't hold it. I can't hold, I gotta go, I gotta go. So it's like three minutes of that and we're like yeah man whatever you need to do and eventually it gets so intense that he's like i have to go you need to get out and we pay him and then we all get out and he zooms off right I- am i missing anything in terms of the is off like squeals his tires
0: getting out of that drive through
3: yeah um i have to imagine he S'd his peas <laughs> the, mi- the minute we got out of the car he s'd his peas so what well, happens now is there's maybe two cars in front of us um and we are we have an order placed uh, but we no longer have a vehicle to pick it up oh my so God. what we do is one of us or maybe multiple of us kind of say to a window like our taxi driver took off like we need we need our food still and whoever was working i think was kind enough to be like oh of course we'll call it out when we have it or something so we all i think we get our shakes but not the but not the macaroni sticks still waiting yeah so we get our shakes and we're, we're drinking these delicious Lucky Charm shakes off to the side in the parking lot, still waiting on the actual food portion. And at some point the food is called. So I go, I don't know why I do this, because again, it's me and I know, I know what happens around me. So I go to pick up the food at the window. And as I'm waiting for it, they're like, uh, here you go. And they say like, oh, we forgot something. So they're, they're waiting to like hand it to me. The guy who's in line in the car behind me, even though I'm just a human standing by the window. There's a there's a guy and his um, partner in the car waiting and he starts to honk his horn. And I go like, oh, we're I'm not stealing food like we ordered in our and I'm trying to explain it. And he's honking his horn and honking his horn. Um, he then and I'm just standing in front of him with both my arms up Christ style being like, what do you want from me? <laughs> I'm trying to explain the situation, but he's he's honking his tail off. Then and this is thing, where things get even worse. He starts to rev his engine. Yeah, like and he's going to run over Adel. And instead of um, running away or anything, my dumb lizard brain goes, you're going to kill me? <laughs> you're going to kill me? <laughs> and he keeps honking and revving his engine. And his his partner, this woman in the, in the passenger seat, is screaming at me as well, like rolling down their window and pointing at me. And I'm like, because our car took off, you're going to kill me? And I And, and in, in my head, I have flashes of another promotion. I have flashes in my head of like, <laughs> Uh, man who played a uh, uh, c- cartoon badger dies <laughs> dies at Burger King podcast. With, like I can imagine. And, and when I say, head- when I say headline, I mean like the s- 73rd page of the, you know, <laughs> the back of the sports page. Um. So in my head, I have all this flashing, but I'm, I'm so indignant. I'm so thrown by what life has just done to me that I cannot remove myself from where I'm standing because I am facing this car. And I'm like, it's either this car or me. Like, mm. I don't. I, I'm no match for this car, but in this moment, I would rather get run over and die than let this man feel like a big man. Greets. And I think I even screamed, like, you feel like a big man? You feel like <laughs> a big man? You did yell that. You did yeah. yell that. Um,
1: and, and Jeff didn't help you. Jeff didn't come to. Uh, well, uh, I had
3: a, I had a, I
0: had a lucky charm shake. Yeah. Oh, oh was... never mind
1: then. Never mind. Yeah. I get it. I those, get it. Those get
0: melts it,
3: really quickly. Yeah. I honestly don't blame him. If you had tasted this thing, uh, you wouldn't blame him. Um. <laughs> So and that continues for a while. So this is just a full three ring circus in, in such a short amount of time. Two of the wildest situations that have ever happened to my life happened back to back in front of my friends. At some point, I believe it was Alice, maybe Jeannie, or maybe both, came over and like got me under the arm to like calmly escort me away. Um, yeah, it,
0: it was Alice because she also then grabbed our macaroni. Yes, yes. yes. She's macaroni and cheese fries and brought it over. Yes.
3: Mm. Um, But it was just by getting into a taxi to go through a Burger King drive through. It was one of the most weirdly like nightmarish, violent nights of my life. Um, And it's I still can't believe it happened.
0: Yeah. Just a typical Tuesday night in Chicago uh, after a Cubs game. Those are the types of stories that happen. (gasps) Mm -hmm. And that is our paired (laughs) story. Uh, Danny, Lily. Oh, our story. Um, Do you want
1: to start, or should I? Um, I I can start. Okay. So, so uh, Lily and I are uh, uh, uh went to college together, and I mean, basically, long story short, is that we almost got arrested by uh, our campus police because of uh because we were completing a a pact that we had, you know, formed to complete by the time we graduated, and um, uh. <sighs> Yeah, but it, with, between Lily and I I, I, I tend to be a little bit of the more organized one, uh, the, the structured one, but uh, Lily has a bit of a, of a flair for doing things on a whim and never thinking anything through. And there was uh, a, a balance of both here where um, <laughs> we kind of uh, decided to complete this pact.
2: Yeah, the pact was we were going to, uh, in the middle of the night, there's a big fountain on our campus and we were going to uh strip down maybe not naked but uh oh, yeah, run I into the fountain <laughs> and run into the fountain and so this was on uh, one of our last days of senior year it was during we decide, senior week. yeah senior week uh we decide all right we're we're
1: gonna do this uh so late at night run into the fountain I of course though was like, well, I'm bringing flip flops and I'm wearing a bathing suit and a towel because I don't want to walk around wet afterwards. So yeah, I think I I just jumped in. Yeah, Um, but and it's right in the entrance. We have this this very picturesque building that is like in the logo now of the school um, in St. Louis, and it's very it's a beautiful building. And this fountain is right at the in front of it, and uh, it's these beautiful lights, so it's very visible. To anyone driving by, and
2: like one of the major roads of the town right, is
1: right there. Right. Um, shout out to uh, Skinker Boule- Boulevard and Forest Park Parkway. Stephen knows what I'm talking about. Uh, from the streets of St. Louis. From the streets of St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Hashtag
1: and- <laughs> Nelly. <laughs> I'm sorry. And so you know, campus police does their rounds, and they see two what they think are belligerently drunk, nude people jumping into this- Not completely nude. Not com- well, no, no, but not complete. But they they assumed we were nude jumping into this this fountain. And to be fair, we were
2: being a little rowdy. I was uh, maybe tackled Danny into the fountain, which it's a concrete fountain. It wasn't a good idea anyway. But I'm buoyant, uh, so I was- <laughs> I was riding him like a raft. Yeah, uh, I cattle. wasn't breathing, but it was fine. <laughs> uh, so anyway, the, the car kind of pulls up sirens blazing and it it kind of just look like regular cop cars
1: yeah it was late enough where and we weren't completely sober but we weren't we, we were still coherent enough to have conversations and everything but we just we, we didn't look for the school logo or anything we were just like oh god the cops we have to explain that we're two dumb college improv kids who decided to jump in a fountain at the end of senior year um and
2: so we try and start explaining and they're like you're on uh private property you can't do this get get in the car
1: well they're like get out of the fountain first (laughs) they're like just get out of the fountain and uh um and of course i don't want to get in the car because i'm all wet um so i'm can we just dry off can we talk this out first and they're not really they're not really like no down to like peer mediate outside of this this beautiful building they're like no let's just go back to where we are, we realized at that point that they are campus police. So we go back to, and their office is where all the the underclassmen live. So we then get in the car and go back to where our dorms used to be and have to go into this university police station to explain that we are just people just jumping in this fountain. were, were so sorry. But like please. you you
2: had a you had a pretty good line of uh, where when we get in the back, you were like, I, I don't want to ruin your nice suede interiors <laughs> of all wet officers. Uh,
1: <laughs> and it was just uh, and, and but it was sticky. It was like sticky leather, you know, you don't want there's nothing worse sure. than than getting going from a pool to a car. Not that I do that often, but it, you just stick to the seats.
2: Yeah. So we, we, we spent almost the full night in, in their offices trying to explain that we weren't uh, homeless people who had wandered into a fountain. We were just uh, some stupid
0: students. All right. Steven, do you know if their story is true? Like from life experience, do you know if it's true or not? I have no idea. Okay. I would so assume. That, this was my plan. Steven, you get to ask... Uh, one question of each group and then you are going to make the guess as to which story is true, if one is true and if they're bullshit. So uh, one question for each group, what's your first question? and to whom is the uh, question?
4: Jeff, do you always, do you always know the time? Like do you always start stories by like the uh, the interesting item on the menu at like like a local fast food place? Like, do you just like this is the time of season this is how it was it was this milkshake at this place i don't know why i stuck on i'm so stuck on the milkshake like the time of year
1: it was McRib season
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: a naked cheddar chalupa had just returned to the menu uh
0: yeah you know i will say that probably most stories of mine begin with some sort of food recollection because uh yeah, I, I feel like I, I travel a lot. And the thing that I usually come away with besides memories is what did I eat and how <laughs> did I like it? So if I can guys- further
3: build a case for you, Jeff, I think it's yeah. also tied into like sense memory. Yeah. If, you, if you smell and taste something while you're remembering something, it's a stronger hold in your in your mind's eye.
0: Totally. And you guys, when I drove from Texas to uh, Chicago and I saw you guys, the first thing I said was I went to Zaxby's and got an amazing sandwich. So yeah, uh, food and stories
1: usually go hand in hand for me. And the whole bullshit alert crew, we all love fast food. We, we, we (laughs) don't care about any part of our health. Right. That's true. Uh, Did you have a question for uh, Danny and Lily? Yeah. Yeah.
4: How do you actually get out of the room? Um, if you get, if you're taken into an actual place, like how did you get let go of this situation? I kind of feel like you are students, and that somehow makes this whole situation worse.
1: We knew the governor, and <laughs> he
4: just called in a favor.
2: He popped you know. in
1: with his bow tie and his top <laughs> hat, and he said, "Ah, come here, children." No, I mean, we we had uh, we had like our ID, our student IDs with us. They clearly they expected us to be students you know when there's just two idiots jumping into a fountain but they were like well why it was more of the why are you this stupid and we do explain because we are we didn't really have an explanation but we just kind of doubled down on no we made this pact when we like sophomore year and we can we just we're so close to graduating we're we're so sorry and it was kind of i i played the I'm a guilty little boy card. Uh, and and it just, just whimpered. A little bit. <laughs> so gross. It, it's I'm gross. a guilty little boy. I, I, I'm so sorry, Mr. Officer.
0: <laughs> so gross. Alright, yeah. Steven, you have to make a decision. Uh, what is your ultimate verdict? Are uh, Adele and I lying?
4: Are Danny and Lily telling a lie? I feel like Danny and Lily are lying and you, Jeff, and Adel are telling the truth. Adel?
3: Should I reveal? Yeah. Jeff and I's story was 100% bold truth. Yeah. <laughs> that actually it happened. It was yeah, 100% it truth. actually
0: did happen. It was one of the weirdest things that I have probably experienced in Chicago. And I, when we, I knew we were going to tell a story together, I thought, What's a weird story outside of the time that we went through that Dairy Queen or that Burger King drive-through? <laughs> Is there anything weirder than that? And then I just texted Adl
3: and said, "Let's, let's talk." We're about We're doing that one. The, the <laughs> guy, the cab driver, was truly. If I saw that cab driver as a character on a TV show, I would stop watching the TV show and be like, "Write something believable." Like this guy's, <laughs> a I'd be like, "This guy's a cartoon character. He's a caricature." There's,
0: there's no way he yeah. got out of the car while we were in the drive-through gave Adel the keys, and then just took off running. Just ran, and he didn't really run to the, the gas station across the street. He
3: just started swerving running. I <coughs> forgot one part, which was when he made me watch the car, he grabbed me physically several times and said, you better not take, He's something along the lines of like, you better not take this car. He said it like three <laughs> or four times, and I'm like, dude, what am I gonna do with a <laughs> stolen taxi? <Like, laughs> Well, you knew his song oh yeah absolutely. Oh, that means <laughs> yeah. you can drive his yeah. car and the guy the guy revving his engine truly revving it so hard if he would have took his foot <laughs> off the brake it would have killed me i mean it would have <laughs> ran over me
0: i did not think that addle acted inappropriately like, it was ridiculous thank was you ridiculous. thank you yeah. there's, Validation.
3: Some,
1: uh, th- there's something Danny- so crazy sorry there's something so crazy with the fill with fast food rules on the drive-through because i had the same experience of walking through a drive-through and them turning me away to get a car. On my 21st birthday, I was like, we're going to Taco Bell, but only the drive-thru was open. So we walked through and we had to then get the most sober person to drive us back. And it was a whole thing. So I totally <laughs> understand the frustration <laughs> of that. Thank you, thank Reticulous. you. Ridiculous.
0: Danny, Lily, uh, is your story true or is it
2: bullshit? So we, we had a pact to jump the fountain uh, for four years, and we never did it because we're lame people.
3: <laughs> oh, no. Never did
2: it. Was that
1: like
3: a Friends pact, like the beginning of the TV show?
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it was, I mean, maybe deep down. Though. Love Friends, Danny. Yeah. It's, yeah Gross. I, I'm such a Gross. Chandler, Monica
2: Ross.
3: Oh, and I'm the Phoebe Rich, and Joey of the group. <laughs>
1: oh. um, I don't. I'm a Gunter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it was just a thing. We kind of uh, Lily and I had, uh, and a bunch of our friends would just dare each other to, to do a lot of things and this and it got to a point where we both were not like it was more of a scheduling issue for us it was like yeah we'll do this but we got to find the right time and then we just ended up not... i've got pilates on thursdays can't do it then right exactly it was mostly <sighs> yeah. about pilates and uh, we just never got around to doing it
0: well no point scored that round because everyone's stories were proven to be true and f- bullshit so steven can you give us an update on the score once again
4: he is still at 10, Lily's at five, and
0: Adel is at zero. That's all and right. this
3: is golf score, right?
0: Right, exactly. You want the <laughs> lowest score. Uh, and our next round is worth 25 points. So mm-hmm. uh, that's the end of our second round. It's time for our third round. And in this third round... Uh, it's an all play, and I issued a challenge for everyone, and the challenge was make someone think you're a hero. So tell me how you made someone think you were a hero. We will start with Addle Adle, how did you make someone think you were a hero?
3: Um, okay, perfect. So I'm going to take us, I'm going to whisk us all back to Kewanee, Illinois. Speaking of, well, this is central Illinois, not southern. Uh, a little town called Kiwani, Illinois, hog capital of the world, where they, uh, honest to God's truth, crown a hog king and queen every year. Nobody wants that moniker, so <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a weird turnout. Um, when I so that's where I went to high school. All four years of high school was Kewanee. Um, high school. Go Boilermakers, orange and black, Halloween colors. When this comes out, we'll be so uh, Appomattox. <laughs> So I was, this is the summer after my senior year at Kiwani High School, I was um, working just a summer job to help um, like clean up the school, like help uh, mop, uh, not mop the floors, but like um, wax the floors and like um, clean up all, all, this, all, all the rooms and all this stuff, um, stacked chairs and what have you. So I'm working this summer job uh, and in the morning, so it's maybe like my third week of work, I'm driving to, I go and get breakfast and I'm driving to the school and in my Honda Accord, I had a 1986 Honda Accord, go Accord. And <laughs> I, um, I'm i going maybe 40-ish miles an hour, maybe a little over 40 in like a 30 zone. And I go to put on brakes because the car in front of me stops. Um, and as I go to apply brakes, uh, nothing happens. So uh, in like a split second decision, I swerve to the right where there's this <laughs> grassy knoll, shout out JFK. Sound, and... Okay. Um, so I'm driving in this grassy, in this grassy knoll, um, trying to put on the brakes. I do something really, what I found out later was very stupid, which people made fun of me for doing, which is I tried the parking brake Oh, yeah, and that didn't work as well. I think people said like that could have like permanently damaged your car, or like flipped it or something. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm probably now going like 38, 39 in this grassy knoll and I'm panicking, <laughs> trying to make, trying to make like um, Spider-Man split second decisions. And my brain is like, here we go, we're jumping. So I, my hand opens the door. Um, even, I'm not even looking at the door. My hand opens the car door. And I go like, Im- mentally, I go, one, two, three. <laughs> and my, and my, body, my body doesn't move. Um, and, and I'm like clutching the steering wheel. And then after I say three and mentally, and there's like another three count, I, I fall as if sh- someone shot me to the left out the door. Um, as I fall, I, uh, I go sideways and my head, um, I'm tilted to where my head almost lands first. I think I hit my shoulder first, but my head would have hit first. My shoulder wasn't there. And I almost run myself over with the back end of my car, like millimeters away from having my head run over by the back of a car. Another, another being hit by a car story almost. Um, and as I tumble, uh, and the car continues the car, um, which I was just panically sort of um, driving in. I did, I had no, um, there's no MO while I was driving it. There was no plan. There's nothing I saw where I was like, Oh, I can do this. The car continues at a healthy pace, maybe 35 miles per hour at this point or 36 and runs dead center into the one telephone pole that's in this grassy knoll everywhere else around the telephone pole are houses are other are like parked cars are <laughs> yards with you know, children's castles and whatnot. <laughs> um, So I inadvertently, I don't know if it was subconsciously or what, but my brain aimed the car directly at that telephone pole to where it hit it um, and and damaged it, but but stopped, full on stopped. Um, I then walked bloody head um, to the school from there. It was probably like a 28 minute walk. I walked to the high school. I was late and I was kind of like uh, in shock from what had happened. And my boss at the time, this guy named George Ort was like, Hey, you're late. What happened? And I just go, I almost ran over myself. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, what did you say? And I go, I almost ran over myself. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about kid. And then he like, he like calms me down and has me sit down. Um, I'm sure he gave me water or something. I didn't drink coffee at the time. Uh, I, that also would have exacerbated it, I guess. Um, but he calms me down. And then when I tell him the whole story, he's like, he, he basically says like that's like some superhero stuff he's like you survived jumping out of a car you aimed without trying to aim he's like that's that's like Superman stuff I think him being in his 60s he only knew Superman <laughs> like he would <laughs> he wouldn't say like you're a real cable over there <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sure he just knows Superman and Batman um so he was he was truly in awe of like, I don't know how you did that and then at the end of the workday, he drove me back to my car and i had called my my mom to meet me there um, to help toad or whatever but he drove me to my car purely because he uh, like didn't believe me and he's like i gotta see this for myself and when he saw it he's like holy s kid like you really did it like that's unbelievable so that's the moment where it was it was a bad event it was uh physically damaging <laughs> mentally traumatic but I felt, uh, uh, afterwards I felt like I was subconsciously, um, my, my brain took care of me. Like it was some sort of superhuman situation.
0: So you didn't go get your car until after you finished
3: working? Yes. Wow. Oh. Um, well, also- I, I don't know if I said this is a town of 13,000. It's the hog capital of the world. So, <laughs> so, so I think we yeah. had two police, like there was no, uh, there was no rush. And, uh, did you say holy S because you
0: didn't know if you could swear on this?
3: I couldn't I couldn't remember if we could swear in this. And I was I didn't wanna The show's called Bullshit rest- Alert. Or, Is it Okay, okay. Yeah, holy shit. Oh, okay, I, or or holy did you shit, give- you little
0: <laughs> You could say it. You could say that too. Uh, I didn't know if the guy really was super polite and was like, holy S man. <laughs> holy golly
3: cheese. <geez. laughs> well he was like he was like an old timey Batman comic. Yeah. Uh T No, he was like he was a sailor. Like he was. That's where I learned most of my curse words was working for this guy. All right.
4: Uh, Your S, your B. Your S, your
0: B, your uh, your D, your H. All right. Fantastic. (laughs) Uh, Thank you,
2: Adel. Uh, Lily, how did you make someone think you were a hero? So when I first heard this, my my immediate thought was, oh, we're gonna be up on a lake for a couple days. gonna have my girlfriend pretend to drown and i'll save her and then as i was going in through my head like how would i explain i was like i don't want to ask her to pretend to dr- drown on this beach so i had a different idea <laughs> uh i am in talks to uh get a sandwich named after me a hero sandwich oh uh, all right oh. that works so, where we're at uh so i on the way up in Vermont, New Hampshire, every sandwich place that we stopped, I asked, "What would it take for me to get a sandwich named after myself at your your establishment?" And most people were like, "That's not something we do." Uh, but there was this place uh, near where we we're staying in Stowe, Vermont, uh, the Stowe Sandwich Company, mm-hmm. that I asked, and the employee was like, "I'll I'll give you my boss's my boss's email." Um, and so I I emailed them and they said, uh, well, are you at all a well-known person? Is there like is there a reason for you to have a sandwich? So I said, I I'm on a podcast, a Come
3: well-known on to po- podcast. <laughs>
2: uh, and he was like, okay, something I have heard of. So my current plan is to uh ask one of my friends who is good at photoshop to make it look like we are a successful podcast <laughs> and just say uh i will promote your sandwich shop on our podcast if you name a sandwich app for me
3: that's incredible okay. well, just right. put put number one on apple but spell apple with one p <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so you're in talks with someone about having a hero sandwich name. Yeah,
2: high-level high talks, yes.
0: Yeah, is it is it a conversation, or is it sort of a, uh, like you're negotiating? Conversation or negotiation?
4: He
2: seemed open to it. Uh, okay. Very nice man, owner of the Stowe Sandwich Company. Yeah. <laughs> if- um, if you were to send a key to his room, would
0: he <laughs> react?
2: Jeff, I want I want this uh, I want this sandwich named after me pretty bad, but I, I don't do know. Anything. I'd go that far. Yeah.
3: And are they changing it um, to the Lily Herman from the Enrique Iglesias?
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, right, all what, right. What, what would be on the sandwich? Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: Danny, that's a really good question. That's a really oh, great question. Thanks, Jeff. Lily, what would you have on that sandwich?
2: I think I would want some twist on like a chicken parm sub. I love chicken parm. Maybe th- this might be disgusting to everyone else. Chicken parm with black olives sounds really good to me. Like a that's little bit disgusting. of salty in
1: there. No, that's not. Uh, that's not. That's not that. T- no. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I change it to green olives, but you're onto something. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, we're very different then because I <laughs> would not.
3: <laughs>
2: black olives are bust. You're no okay. hero. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: Danny, how did you convince someone that, that you were a hero?
1: So I thought about this and I realized that I don't think anyone would believe that I, if I told them that I was a hero, I don't think based on mostly looks and personality, I don't think they would really buy that. So I thought, okay, well, if they're presented the information that I am a hero, then they have to, they, they, they would assume it's true. So I was visiting my family this past week in Pennsylvania and very long story short is that my uncle is the managing partner, the owner of a minor league baseball team. And I went for opening day, um, at the, for the Lancaster Barnstormers, uh, an independent baseball team. What's their mascot silo. He's a, he's a red cow. Okay. Uh-huh. He's, he's, he is a cutie patootie and, uh, <laughs> Anyway, no
0: mascot ever wants to be known as a cutie patootie. But <laughs> okay, ahead. sorry.
1: He's a real handsome cow. Except for he the knows. Wisconsin cutie patooties. Right. Jeff. That's
0: your, That's true. Right. But you want to be dangerous as a mascot. You want well, just to, to clarify,
3: he, just to clarify, Silo is dangerous. Red cow meaning he's a communist. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Oh, oh, he is. He, yeah. Oh, yeah. He his jerseys ha- everyone. It's a hammer and a sickle <laughs> on his jersey. Um, so uh being related to the owners of the team, I had access to a lot of things and it was opening day. So they, what they were doing was honoring hometown heroes through the, for the COVID-19 <laughs> pandemic on the field. So basically they had nurses and doctors on the field right before the national anthem and the players would go out and give them a signed ball or something and, do out, and, and kind of hand them out. So I uh, was able to take one of those spots and stand in center field and uh, they would go and, and thank us for, for working at, at, uh, you know, the university of Pennsylvania, you know, hospital, the, the regional one that's in Lancaster and for being a frontline worker and being a hometown hero. And I got a sign ball from the center fielder and uh, was honored as a hero with my other, um, nurses and doc- and i told all of that i told all of them before because i was like i feel very bad about this and i just want you to know that uh this is for a bit and it's it's really worth it and all the doctors and nurses were like oh we really enjoy this conversation so uh <laughs> all right and are you
0: worried uh what yes.
1: hell will be like when you get there <laughs> <laughs> hell, so, is a, uh, hell is
3: watching a hell is watching a storm uh
1: barnstormer game Damn yeah you got, it you got it you got it uh <laughs> Um, so luckily my people don't believe in hell. Um, oh, that's right. So that's I'm not right. too worried, but I, uh, I did have to like call my mom and be like, Hey, I, I feel really bad about this. And she was like, Oh, it's fine. It's for the podcast. It'll be a good laugh. So, oh.
0: uh, you guys are using the podcast as excuses for everything. Oh uh, yeah. That what you do addle on, uh, and Ooh. do you have another podcast, which is about excuses? <clears throat>
3: absolutely um mine's called uh podcast passport and what i teach people is if you have confidence (laughs) and a a little promo card for a uh, podcast you can go anywhere i just walk in the first class now and when they question me i go uh i'm on a podcast (laughs) and they go which one i go the most successful one (laughs) and then they back off so it's um it can open a lot of doors
0: yeah a lot of cachet a lot of cachet all right. right Time to make some decisions. Steven, uh, I'm just going to get some of your thoughts on some of these stories. Do you have uh, thoughts about Danny, Lily, or Addles' stories?
4: I mean, I kind of hope Danny's is true, just so I could know something terrible that he's done forever and always. What about Lily? Do you believe hers? No, I don't believe Lily's. She's been shitting on us all damn day. (laughs) I think she's lying. And Adel's? Addles. I don't know. The first thing that you do when you get to your place of work, I mean, how old is your boss? Like, does he not care about your well being if you're certainly bleeding from the head or shoulder? Neither does. Early 60s. It's tough. It's tough because I grew up in a small
0: town too, and I can see destroying your beater car. Going to work, finishing your work, and then just getting a ride home. So I, I cannot
4: see that. I get completely. it. But the car could have been running the whole time. It could have been, ex- you know, it could explode. Oh, I,
3: I, tr- I mean, I turned it off. I got turned off. I took the keys out <laughs> of it for sure. Yeah.
4: All right.
0: I'm going to make some decisions. Uh, Danny's bullshit story. Lily, bullshit story. Addle, bullshit. Uh, all right. Danny, is your story true or is it bullshit?
1: My story
0: is bullshit thank you Mm. lily my story is true wow battle
3: i told myself preparing for this podcast i said no matter what the third story i'm going to lie my ass off and then what happened was you called on me first and i panicked (laughs) (laughs) you called on me first and the and as I was digesting hero, my brain fired synapses and went hero, but believable, unbreakable Bruce Willis, you, you survived a train wreck. And I was like, if I just describe the movie unbreakable, they're going to catch me. So my story was 100% true, but, but it was, I, I probably told it as if I was lying because I was panicking being like, is there any way to make for me to make this a lie? And then I'm like, if I do it, if I try and lie now, it'll be too obvious. and It'll be the exact storyline of unbreakable. That's here's my the thing <laughs> i completely I have...
0: believed your story but i thought there's no way he's going to tell three true stories through I... this whole
2: thing
3: jeff i wanted to lie so bad because i went first i panicked my and anxiety got the best of it
2: my boss mr glass <laughs> said, <right? laughs>
3: or i would have went the other way and been like i was partnered with danny glover we were <laughs>
0: uh Stephen, can you tell us uh, an update on the scores? This is going to well, be our final uh final tally.
4: Yeah, Danny uh lost with 10 points. Oh Ad did get 25 points but Woo. Lily because she had five points from a previous round ended with 30. Congratulations Woo.
0: Lily congratulations wow Adle, thank you so much for joining us Adil do you have anything that you would like to plug that you haven't already plugged <laughs> or would you like to go ahead and plug those some more? <laughs>
3: uh i'll double back down and i will say uh please follow jeff's dog it is seriously th- this dog i i, w- I want to eat him up with a spoon what can you get the instagram handle again yeah it's buster g100 truly an amazing follow you're not going to regret it um check out my aforementioned podcast hello for the magic tavern it's an improvised fantasy podcast um, also, hey riddle riddle, um, soon soon to be shuttered by Chuck E. Cheese Incorporated. Um, <laughs> and also, please give a nice uh, rate and review for Podcast Passport, the only podcast that teaches you <laughs> how to use your podcast <laughs> to, <laughs> to scam your way through life. Thanks and tr- everyone. For- and truly, thank you all so much for having me. This is a blast. yeah. Thank
0: you oh, for thank joining you. us. Thanks for coming. And thanks everyone for listening yeah. to Bullshit Alert.
4: Goodbye mm-hmm. everyone. Thanks for listening to Bullshit Alert. Thanks to our guest, Al Refai. You can listen to him on the podcasts Hey Riddle Riddle and Hello from the Magic Tavern. On behalf of Jeff Griggs, Lily Herman, and Danny Marshall, I'm Stephen Carter. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Bullshit Alert, no I. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Like, share, and tell your friends that I shit, you shit, and we should all be screaming bullshit. Theme music by Fred Stark. Check him out at fredstarkmusic.com and Spotify.